Welcome everyone to this week's episode of Grapplecast. It's me, your host, Taryn, alongside Jamie, Joseph and Daniel. Hello. What up, Boost? Indeed. How are we? Good, mate. Good, mate. You know, a lot of teachable moments. Yeah, been a good week. Has it? In yeah. what sense? Work, wrestling? Just in life, life, Taryn. You know, life. just in life. You know, um, when you have an opportunity to go for the... The biggest prize in your profession. Always go for the one in the middle, and then <laughs> lose. For... When yeah, always go for that. That's, that's my philosophy. Always go for the one in the middle. <laughs> work smart, not hard, eh? <laughs> yeah. Or, or was that working smart? I don't know. We'll get on to that. How that are you, working, Joe? Working stupid. I'm I'm doing well. Uh, my my trickle tart. I'm doing very well. Um, wrestling was okay. Raw was interesting. Um, some <laughs> things on there that. I don't agree with one thing I do agree with. So, oh, well, that's intriguing. We'll get on to that. Jamie, how are you? How's your rehearsals going? Oh, it's going bloody brilliant. Um, we are doing Shrek next year for any of those listeners that want to come to Blackpool at the Grand Theatre to come and watch me in Shrek. What but obviously, last Shrek? week, I am captain of the guard. So I'm Farquaad's right hand man. But, um, <laughs> Lord Farquaad, yeah, he laughed and he laughed and he sent me eviction notice. But um, <laughs> yes, obviously last. Well, week I hope I that's was... not what your role is because I've seen it now, so I don't need to buy a ticket. That's not me. That's one of the three little pigs. <laughs> Are you not a pig? No, I just told you I'm captain of the guard. No one knows. Probably a pig. But obviously last week I was in North Wales for NCS. I did come on the podcast at the end, but unfortunately you couldn't hear me, so I had to. Transvey my messages. Where did you see him? Where uh, It was in Colomendi, just outside of Mold or Cold or whatever it was called. Mold. Oh, so you didn't say in. Uh, you Mold. didn't say in Clanver PG. Clanver. No. Go go go. Colomendi. Kingswood Colomendi. Yeah. That's an England football player, isn't it? Colomendi. Hey <laughs> Um, right, I, I'm moving on from that. I'm moving on because <laughs> only about three people will get that joke. Yes, we had, um, oh, we did have it, didn't we? The Crown Jewel Jack on Saturday. We I, well, yes, I should hope you did since it started. It did it start at four or was that the pre-show? Oh, well, I, yeah, because it was on whilst we're at the game. Yeah, but I didn't know if that was the pre-show. It was going to yeah. start at five, so I was watching uh, the England. Oh, sorry, I was watching Wales versus. New Zealand in the rugby, which we were getting battered. And then Joe goes, oh, the first match has already been on. So I had to flick it over then, 20 past four. So yeah, started at four, finished about past yeah. seven. So me and Jamie were at the football, the soccer, and um, that that was probably a crap game. I can't remember because it's been a crap game since then. Did we lose? Um, yes, of course we did. Yeah, it was um, the 1-0, that Tim Pot goal by Luton. And it just, that, oh, my back hurts, he says. Oh, my back hurts. Yeah, oh, that, that was terrible, yeah. Don't worry, their manager's the new Southampton manager now. So he got a good uh, payout for it. So, yeah, so we were at the oh, football. And then by the time I dropped Jamie off, I had to go back to the shops. So it was six o'clock UK time by the time I got there. So the event had already been on for two hours. So I said, oh, I'll go have some tea, put the baby to bed, all this business, and then I'll watch it later, late on tonight. And it, I didn't start watching it till about oh, nine or ten in the evening. And I think I got about, I got two or three matches in before I fell asleep <laughs> and woke up and the event 
well, I say the event had finished, obviously it had already finished by the time I was watching, but my replay stream had finished. And I, it was about one o'clock in the morning when I woke up and I thought, I can't be bothered going back and watching it back now, but I want to know what happened in the main event. So I put the last two minutes of the main event on just to see what happened and then thought, I'll go back and selectively watch some of the event from there, which I haven't done. I've only gone back and watched the main event. I'll probably get around to it at some time next year at this rate with the amount of stuff I've got to catch up on. But yes, as always, we'll break down what we did watch off the event. But what were your what were what were your overall thoughts, Joe, before we go into a breakdown? Um, it was okay. As I said, like uh, with with the um. Premium live events usually I record them. I don't usually watch them live. I watch it live as like I said that as like it's still on. Like as I said, it's not like half four. They finished to like nine. It just felt like it went on for ages. It did. Drag for you, Dan. Yeah, a little bit. I mean, it started off like a massive punch, but then the main event was like what, like half hour, forty minutes on the main event, and it could have been done in about what, 10, 15 minutes. 24 minutes 50 so 25 minutes it was so it probably felt longer than it was we could have done would be in 10 minutes but then you had like jake paul coming out and also i know we'll break it down a little bit but they padded it out a lot more than they needed to but you know what i suppose in the chain he put in a good effort and he's broken all of his body now so amy did you watch all of it in the end then oh yeah we watched it live um we um went, came in 20 minutes in but i literally just fast forwarded the um the entrances and then it would literally the first match was only about two or three minutes long and then by the time we clicked in we're halfway through the the damage control versus um asker and alexa match so we didn't really miss much to be honest did you watch it all jamie or did you just selectively choose the matches i know obviously i just watched it live from when i got home so i missed the first hour so i missed the first two or three matches did you go back and watch them or just read the no, results good, thanks <laughs> Well, the good thing is they recapped it all at the end of the show. You didn't need to watch it. They just went, here you go, here's what happened. Except, I don't know if any of you noticed this, and I bet you didn't because you didn't care. But um, obviously I was watched it at the end and then they recapped the whole show. They didn't recap the uh, the tag match, the women's tag titles. They weren't in, the, uh, they weren't in the video at the end. Good, good. Well, right, that Nikki Cross, that Nikki Cross, she's crazy. She and she's just doing everything. She's ruining all the titles. She can't she throw can't, straight, can she? She can't even put things in a bin. <laughs> she can't. Right, opening match then. So, was it you, Jamie? It must have been you You were with me. Somebody had tweeted out what looked to be a official, like WWE had tweeted out, mm-hmm. the running order of the matches of the card, and it was completely yeah. different in the end to what we got. So, what did they say the first match was going to be? Was it the... Six man, yeah, something like that. Something like that. And anyway, it wasn't. We kicked off with Bob the Lash versus Brock Lesnar in a match that only went on six minutes. I did watch this match. Um, what what could you say? What it wasn't? It wasn't great. It was what I expected from from them. But the ending for me was a little bit lackluster. It was. It wasn't a botch because that's how it was going to end, but it almost looked a bit like a botch, if that makes sense, the way that it I happened. thought it was clever. I, no, it was, but they didn't... 
I don't know, Joe, maybe you can see where I'm coming from. It didn't feel like either Brock Lesnar got all of it or it looked a bit sloppy, let's put it that yeah. way. I thought well, it was clever. I agree with you, Dan, on that. But the way they executed it was a little bit sloppy. It could have looked a little bit cleaner. Yeah, I mean, Brock Lesnar losing, he doesn't lose very often. But then again, they want to build Bobby Lashley as a dominant force. So, like, how do you make Bobby Lashley lose without making him look weak? So, I think that's probably the best way of doing it. It's just like a quick, like, little roll-up, like, out of nowhere that he wasn't expected, like, how, how how did that happen? And then he was like, oh yeah, I put the hurt knock on, but then both shoulders were on the floor for three counts. So, and the ref was like, sorry, I counted one, two, three. So, Rock won, but Bobby Lashley was very dominant in this match, and I don't think he loses anything by losing to Brock Lesnar in this match. He didn't, he did get squashed. He still looked strong, so it probably was. I do agree with the finish was a bit weak, but you need to keep both of them strong. So. Yeah, it's probably the best finish you could have come up with. And then, as you say, we got Jamie. Did, well, I'll say Jamie. Oh. He didn't even watch it, so he don't know. Dan, we got the, <laughs> the, the, the heel turn. Are we saying that's an official heel turn by Bob the Lash? I think it's just seen how the crowd reacts to him. I mean, he went on Raw. Um, what's his name? Mustafa Ali was going to um, accept the open challenge, and he just threw him into a storage box, which was really quite funny. I think, you know, they, they want to build him as like a big badass. Um, and it was a good way of doing it. Um, you know, it doesn't always have to be, I beat you up until you can't move and then I pin you. You know, they've both got collegiate wrestling backgrounds, UFC. You get a win whichever way you can get a win. If you can get out of there as quick as you can, happy days. But Bobby Lashley just went nuts on him afterwards and beat him up, which, OK, it does take away from Brock a little bit. But Brock's a badass, you know. He's one of the all-time greats. So I think this they came, both came way strong. And it was a result that all of us pretty much predicted, I think. I think I'm pretty sure we did. What I am going to have to do is um, very professional. I'm going to have to open up the Facebook Messenger chat with Jamie because I didn't record them down properly. Let's have a look. So we did. So we all safely went with Brock Lesnar. And I think it, it yeah. was, as you say, it was the right right thing to do. Brock needed the win after multiple losses lately as well. And clever, I, I do think it was clever that they did kind of turn Bobby Lashley heel because stops him from looking weak. He kind of got one back up on Brock Lesnar by the way they did and I don't think it's going to be the last time they face each other. I know they were rumoured to be facing each other at day one but that's been cancelled now hasn't it? So whether they have a match against each other at the Rumble because it doesn't look like it's happening at Survivor Series um, or they could both enter the Rumble and one could throw the other one out to have a rematch at Mania maybe. I I, I don't know. We'll see. I can't see Brock Lesnar being under the rumble ever since he eliminated 13 people in a row. There's absolutely no point having him in there now. Um, he went in there as a champion. You know, yeah, he could set it up for... If he's going to be in there, he would need to win the Royal Rumble. And ultimately, he's not one of those shortlist names to win the rumble. You've got people like Riddle. You've got people like Cody, Cody Rhodes. Yeah, you know, these are people that are penciled in to win the Rumble. I don't think a Brock Lesnar, if you said, oh, Brock Lesnar's facing Roman Reigns again next year at WrestleMania, people would literally just stop watching because we've had that now. It'd be the fourth time. So I mean, he could, he could go there. in before Lashley and eliminate a handful of people and Lashley comes in and eliminates him. But it makes him, it doesn't make him look strong. He's, he's won the Royal Rumble twice. He's gone in as champion. He doesn't need to go in the Rumble. To be fair, he's one of these guys who can just have a marquee match. Say, for instance, he wants a match with Riddle. Then when Riddle's coming out going, hey, look at me, do you want to tap my bongos? He just comes out and beats him up. And all of a sudden, 
he's they're having a match at WrestleMania. You know, the, he literally doesn't need to go in the Rumble to set himself up a match at WrestleMania. All he needs to do is just go out and attack the person he wants to have a match with, or call a mate, and job done. Then I don't I don't think he benefits anymore from being in in the Rumble. They made Eden from numbers because it was reported this week that Triple H wants the women and the men's Rumble to be forty this year. They so I mean, where they're going to get forty women from, I don't know. Well, you say that. Well, you had the Mia Yim. Mia Yim's only just <laughs> back. James There's rumors again. that Tegan Knox is on on the way back. They've got loads of women's wrestlers there. You know, at least I would say double the amount that they had this time last year. Uh, I'm not too worried. But then you look at NXT, for example. NXT have too many women down there at the moment. They've got Toxic Attraction that need to be called up. Alba Fire needs to be called up. Um, Zoe Stark, she's ready to be called up as well. There's tons of women down in NXT that are ready to be moving as well. So they, they could be a heavy feature. Casey Catanzaro. Uh, whatever she Katana Chance she's calling herself now. She's been in a couple of rumbles. You know, I think they will mix a few NXT in there because although it is the developmental brand, they are seeing it as like a third brand skill as well. Fair enough. All right then. So second match of the night. Did I watch this one? Yes. Ooh. It was Damage Ooh. Control versus Alexa Bliss and Asuka, the champions. And, well, bloody hell, could you believe it, Joe? There was a title change for the Women's Tag Team Championship. This was bloody stupid. (laughs) (laughs) There we go. Like, why why, why make them win on SmackDown just for them to lose it in Saudi? Like, it just makes no sense at all. You're You're just burying them. Is this Triple H, Jamie? attempting to put a bit of importance on the titles and, and maybe try and get a bit too hard by hot potato in the title a bit more. Because this is the most we've seen for a year or so, the Women's Tag Team Championships having any type of importance on it. Is that what he's trying to do by having another title change? I think going into this event, you were thinking, I, I, I don't know what, who you all put, but did everyone put Alexa and... Ask her to retain. I think we all said no, they were going to retain. We... I think we all said that they were. They've only just won the belt, so they're going to keep them. Yeah. Yeah. So obviously, that's the way you're going into that event, and with that sudden title change. I mean, I did say to yourself that there probably wouldn't be any title changes at all, which I think this is the only one that changed hands. So it was one of those things going into the match later on after Damage Control won, because I was like, "There's no way Bailey's going to win it." unless Damage Control had the titles, because that would be weird. Then Damage Control got the titles, and then you suddenly have that doubt in your mind that maybe you're going to have a Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar situation where Damage Control, which don't understand why they didn't come down and try and help her win the match, by the way, but, you know, it is a no-disqualification match. You could have done a little bit more, couldn't they? But um, they could have tried to do a, a Brock Lesnar-Roman Reigns where... Bailey traps Bianca under something, and that's how they, and that's how she wins the title. And then all three of them have got belts, so it kind of did put a bit of doubt in your mind that Bailey was going to win the title. That's the only way I can possibly see of why they've done that to kind of go, oh, well maybe Bailey is going to win it later. But yeah, stupid. I mean, held the title for what six days, five uh, days, yeah. yeah, five days, Monday to the Saturday. Um, but yeah. Alexa Bliss has won another title. Can't complain. Love the woman. And now she doesn't have it. Anyway, will she get it back? Who knows? We'll talk about what's happened on Raw later. Nobody got a point for that one. You'll be happy to know. 
As we move on to match three, the last match that I watched before I fell asleep, the last match I watched in full, we had a steel cage match that only Ooh. went on for 10 seconds more than the women's tag team titles. Oh. We had Drew McIntyre successfully defeating Karrion Cross. Go on then, Dan, give us your hot take on this one. Well, I think it was, it was quite good. I, I really liked the ending of it, where it was kind of like the, the race to win the match. Ultimately, Karrion Cross has been coming across saying how he wants to brutalise Drew McIntyre. The clock's ticking, he's going to eradicate him, he's the chosen one. And then ultimately, the pepper spray gets involved again. Uh, Scarlett's beckoning him towards the open door, and Drew McIntyre just hopscotched over the top of the fence to get the win. Um, you know, it, it's not like, oh, I'm, you know... It, We've had the build up of the storyline going, oh, I'm beating you up. I drove a car into you. Like, this is going to end one of the two of us. And in the end, it was like a scramble to see who was actually going to win it. I'm hoping this is now the end of it and they both move on to different things. No, um, there's going to be a rubber match. There's bound there's to no be. Need for it, though. There's no need for a rubber match. The steel cage means <laughs> that they can't go anywhere. Um, and ultimately now going towards war games. And, you know, I'd like to see a Drew McIntyre assembling a team to take down the bloodline or something like that. Maybe he chooses Karen Cross to be in his team, like sort of strange Ooh, bedfellows. That'd be a turn, wouldn't it? You know, you know, I've seen your power and I want to utilize your power. Let's take him down. Um, it was a good match. I really enjoyed it. it it's it had the crowd who and are in the crowd. Literally said this is awesome to every single bloody match. Um, but I really, I really enjoyed the end, and I thought it was a very clever way of doing a steel cage match and finishing it as well. Was it? Maybe, maybe it was me. I, I don't necessarily think the Saudi Arabian crowds are great anyway, but for the first three matches that I saw, apart from when they started chatting, this is awesome, I thought they were were (laughs) poor. Was it just me? It was very generic. They were getting involved, the oohs and the ahs, um, and this is awesome. It's hard to win it. At the start, they were trying to do like the football chants and stuff, but if you think about it, it's a four-hour stadium show, the heat as well. You know, it does take a lot out of you. but they, they were about average. You know, the, the, every match was not awesome, but they, they sounded like they enjoyed themselves. It was. I heard what they said. It was. <laughs> yeah, I I spoke about this last week in the steel cage. I hate this rule of get out the door. Well, first of all, they did say pinfall, submission or escape the cage, which is my first big no-no, as I said. Should be no pinfalls or submissions. It's a steel cage match. Escape the cage. And I hate this. Just, just walk... The reason I hate it is is because if you are climbing out of a cage, it's more believable the fact that you're having to climb up a cage to a height and climb out when you've been battered. It's more believable that it'll take time to climb it, that it's a bit of a struggle, that you can be pulled down, that you can be thrown off, blah, blah, blah. If you just hit your finisher on someone... Just walk out the door. The door is open. You don't need to climb up and spend time climbing up, getting over this crawling like you're a snake, like just pulling yourself over. Yeah, just pulling yourself over this mat and oh, and grasping to get. Just walk out the door. You've just been on your feet to do your finisher. You'll be back on your feet again in a minute anyway to do another move to them. It's the same about going up the ladder, though. Well, no, it is. a ladder match, they go really slow and lethargic. They they do, but you could almost argue to that a bit like the steel cage side of things, where you're having to pull yourself up and get get your strength. No, just just walk out the door, Joe. Just walk out the door. I don't know. (laughs) Yeah, but yeah. That's a bit odd. But yeah, Drew Drew won. Um, If they have a rubber match, it might be on SmackDown. I don't think it'll be a Survivor Series. I agree with you, Dan, that... 
I assume Drew will be on our team to take on the bloodline if that's what wow. we get. It's the start of the SmackDown World Cup this weekend, so yes, you never yes, know. It is. We yeah. could have Scotland versus America. <laughs> well, what other countries are there going to be? They announce the brackets. Well, I was trying to think of that. I was You're talking to stealing um, AEW's All Atlantic. Well, no, this actually, they first did this uh, tournament in, what was it, 2018, um, <laughs> yeah. where, was it Shane McMahon won? I think it was the World, the World Cup trophy. But I was trying to think about it, uh, people that are from different countries. So you've got um, Santos Escobar, Mexico. They could call it a dragon off um, Russia. I was speaking to Brad about it in work, um, and he was basically saying, yeah, it'd be cool if you saw Leah there. And they incorporated some of the different nationalities. You've got Jinder Mahal, India. Um, you know, you've got the English contingent. Um, you know, they can mix and match different countries. I was trying to think of which other countries they could throw in. Obviously, they've got some Canadian wrestlers in there as well. America, Mexico, UK. Um, you know, trying to think of others. No, Gunter from Austria. Yeah, Gunter from Austria. Fabian Eichner from Italy. And then Marcel Bartel from Germany. So they've got a good little... But they're not going to have all three of Imperium in there. Um, you've got the Brawling Brutes, um, Seamus from Ireland. Um, so they have a good little mix. And it'd be good if they did have somebody from each country. We'll see. But yeah, I do agree that he's going to be part of a team to take away the bloodline. I mean, that has to be the men's war games match, doesn't it? It's some, a team against the bloodline because what else would it be? But And yeah. then they have an argument, the bloodline have an argument because there's, um, what is it? There's Roman, there's the Usos. Um, there's Roman, the Usos. You've got Sami Zayn and you've got Solo Sequoia. So what's that, five? Yeah, that's your face. Five yeah. or five, isn't it? Yeah, so then they could have the best, so they're already set, the best so. of Raw and SmackDown but to take them down. It's the, it's the heavy hitters. You've got Riddle with his bongos and Drew McIntyre, Karrion Cross. Can they all get along? Can they take down the bloodline? And it's it's another way to not have to have Reigns defend the title as well. So they keep the title on him for until at least January when the next. He's not dropping that until the wrestle. No, of course he's not. No, but that's a way that they can get round it without him having to defend it. Yes, he'll be wrestling on the event, but it'll just be a team v team. It won't be for titles. So. They've started teasing. Did you notice at uh, Crown Jewel? They've said that there's only like four people who've held the title longer. I think Bruno San Martino was like 2000. Mm. There's Pedro Morales, Hulk Hogan. Well, he's not um, going to beat San Martino, is he? He's not going to hold it for 2000 days now. The nine years, <laughs> like yeah, it ain't gonna. I mean, be careful, what you wish for. be careful what you wish for, exactly. Yeah, right now we're getting on to the matches that I unfortunately haven't gone back and watched as of yet. Oh. So we had the judgment day in the six man tag team match. That's where I've started watching it from now. We're all gagging, I can, I can join the conversation. Well, you you can start us then on terrible, 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 <laughs> terrible. Dominic Mysterio defeating the team of the OC, Styles, Gallows, and Anderson. Let before you give us your, your breakdown on it, Jimmy, let me just double check. Nobody has. I'm 99. <laughs> yeah. We all said OC, yes, didn't we? we all went for the OC, Jamie. Doesn't How make any sense. We were. It doesn't make any bloody sense. The Judgment Day are finally starting to win since they've got that Dominic Mysterio in their corner. Well, he was, he was the, the one holding piece. them back. No, he's the, he's the missing piece. This is what they needed. No. It, it does obviously. Um, makes sense to a degree if you look at it obviously the four on three game and obviously setting up Maya Yin to join them on Monday Night Raw fine that makes sense but the OC rejoining and being obviously you had the Bullet Club connection Michael Cole saying everything about New Japan Pro Wrestling and the Bullet Club and all of that said all of that on air he never did. never happened under Vince um so at least you've got those um 
bits there, but yeah, it was just meh. But yeah, Rhea Ripley going <laughs> making like tear things to the the crowd. It it does make sense when you look what happened on Raw, but it just seemed a bit stupid to bring the Good Brothers in, cancel some of the dates that they already had just to lose. But surely they'll win at Survivor Series with Maya Yim. Who knows? We'll discuss lot, it next week. A lot of women on this card, two wasn't weeks. there? Yeah. Rhea Ripley, Scarlett, the mm-hmm. um, four women in the tag team, Bianca Belair, Bailey. Yeah, That's the most women well. on a on a. We noticed as well, um, but I think it was like one match. Um, they had women referees for every single match. But like one yeah, match. they did. Yeah. Which moving is nice to see. Right you know, they're moving in the right direction and. Yeah, well, you know, I think they're rumouring um, that Saudi Arabia are going to be having the World Cup um, in 10 years' time. We've got the Qatar World Cup now next week. So, you know, it's it's good to see they are moving in the right direction, but I do think there's still quite a long way to go. How long will it be before Qatar or Saudi Arabia has the Women's World Cup? Oh, uh, yeah, I think that's, that'll be quite a while before that. Quite happens, a while, yeah. We've got England versus Wales coming up in the World Cup, lads. That's Can't what wait. I'm going to say. Can't wait, can't wait. We announced our squad yesterday. We announced ours today. Well, hey, Maguire's in the squad, you've won. Right, what did you think? um, What did you think then, Dan, of the the result? Jamie's made his peace with it. It was pretty much what we thought was going to happen. I think the... the Hey, no, we all said the OC. Yeah, let me finish, Dan, let me finish. It's what we all expected in terms of how the match was going to go, like backwards and forwards, hitting their big spots. In terms of the finish, we knew that they needed to bring um, a, a women member into the OC. We thought this may happen at Crown Jewel. It happened on Raw. Um, it made more sense when you watch Raw, but when you're watching it at Crown Jewel, you're like, like all of us, we predicted that OC was going to win. And at the time, it didn't make any sense. But now you're seeing how the progression of storylines go in. All right, cool. I love the bit with Rhea Ripley where she fashioned her hair like um, Beth Phoenix. They made a point of saying it on commentary as well. It's almost building towards a Rhea Ripley Beth Phoenix sort of WrestleMania match. And they have also teased um, Rhea Ripley facing um, Bianca Belair. That was teased on Raw as well. So it's nice to see that they are strengthening the women's division a little bit. But in terms of this three on three men's match, um, you know, they, you can tell Dominic Mysterio is learning, and he, but he still hits the second best frog splash that we've seen the entire show. Oh, it's to things to come, eh? With the uh, the big frog splash. Oh, best frog! And you know, do you see how many views that Logan Paul got on that video he did of that? I saw the video, wasn't it? Because he did it on the on the phone. That mm-hmm. looked good. Right. That was pretty cool. Joe Strowman. Yeah, same. Oh, like, uh, oh uh, please move. Go on then. Sorry, go on. I was moving <laughs> on to the next match. Give us your thoughts. Go on. Um, sorry, yeah, quickly. Yeah, seeing the stand. Um, didn't make sense at the time. Like, why is Rhea Ripley getting involved? I didn't think she would be there. And then, obviously, it played off on Rory. Like, oh, okay, that's why she was there. Yeah, no. Give us your thoughts then on Strowman Omos in the Ho- Hogan versus Andre 2. <laughs> Better than I thought, actually. I thought this was just going to be really awkward and just like not cheaper. Like almost like actually like tried to wrestle, uh, actually tried to wrestle Braun Strowman and yeah, there was good back and forth. I'm surprised Braun Strowman won this. I think we called Braun Strowman to win, but I thought almost might have been a bit stronger in this one. But yeah, it was a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Is it worth me going back and watching? No, no. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> I'll give that one a miss. I mean, we did all go with with Strowman. Um, Unless being... you want to see, um, you know, you want to see an over somebody a make believe giant in red skinny jeans being told what to do by a banana nose boss. Not um, not your match of the night, then, Jamie. No. I just quoted something on AEW from last night, and Taryn hasn't got a clue. No, because I haven't watched it. That's why. It was only on last night. I've read the results. It looked like a Mer show. It was another thing, like two or three weeks in a row now, where Tony Carter's tweeted. Like last week, he tweeted something like, this is going to be one you do not want to miss. Why? Because Jeff, 60-odd-year-old Jeff Jarrett turned up. And then this week, promo. Yeah, and then this week, he tweets, this is going to be a newsworthy show. No, it's not. What was newsworthy about Dynamite last night? <laughs> Nothing. But anyway, we're talking about the crown jewel, Jack. We are. Before I get too excited, yeah. we we all said that Strowman would defeat Omos. We were oh. all correct. We all got a point. Now then, Dan. Yeah. We had the tag team match for the Undisputed WWE Tag Team Championships. We had the challengers, the Brawling Brutes, unsuccessful against the champions of the Usos, Jimmy and Jay. Yeah, Ridge the Fridge and Butch, Pete Dunn, you know, they put in a good, valid effort. I think we all knew what was going to happen, the result of this one, because on SmackDown this week, we've got the New Day versus the Usos. And um, if the Usos can win, then they become the all-time longest reigning tag team champions of all time in the company. Um, mm-hmm. I think ultimately it's moving on towards that. So we kind of knew what was going to happen. But it was a, an entertaining 15, 20 minutes, and there was a couple near falls. We thought, oh, are they actually going to take the titles off them? Are they actually going to do it? Um, it's always the way, though, isn't it, with these Uso yeah. matches lately? It looks like they're going to drop the titles. But they hit that one D off the top rope. It looked absolutely insane. I'm happy with the results, and it leads on to SmackDown this week. Well, I, it was very predictable, but it was a very decent match. Happy with the results on that one, Joe? Yeah. Yeah, it uh, seems to have very predictable. Those pesky Usos get involved like Solo Sokoa. Um, yeah, it's just, it, as Dan said, it's predictable because of what happened on Raw, like the call-out stuff. So it, it did actually make sense when you watch Raw, you're like, oh, okay, this is going somewhere now. Jamie, do you have any comment on your favourite tag team? Of the Usos? Yeah, they're your favourite. I mean, they are. They were feeling Usy, that's the thing. They oh. managed to. All the fans chanting, We want Sammy. Can we just talk about that for a moment as well? Yeah. Uh, during the press conference, considering he's not allowed in the country as well, because of obviously his, uh, his uh, Syrian background. But. Yeah, I mean, they're doing everything they need to do. They've, they've teased us. I know you were talking about last week about the New Day. When was the last time they were actually on a pay-per-view? But this is the match. If you had the choice, either the uh, Brawling Brutes versus the Usos or the Usos versus the New Day with the stipulation of if the Usos win, they are now the longest reigning tag champs ever. That's a better pay-per-view match. That should be the main event of SmackDown. We said this, didn't we, when was the last time the New Day were on a pay-per-view premium live event together? Mm-hmm. I don't know when it was. Unless someone's suddenly got to say, don't forget, it was last month. I don't think it was. <laughs> it seems like it's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah, they yeah. haven't been on a, as a, a team for quite a while. But like I said, they're going to have this match most likely lose. Um, 
I doubt they're going to break up because I think they're going to have a big moment with Big E when he returns, whether that be at the Rumble or whenever he's going to. So be when back. when he is might this... even come back and screw the Usos and challenge Roman Reigns for the title at the next pay per view at Survivor Series. Who knows what can happen? When is this match then between the Usos and the New Day? Tomorrow on SmackDown. Smackdown, and it's for the because title. That, yeah, because yeah. it is the exact amount of days the New Day has held the title. So if they win. They would have broke the New Day's record of holding right. the titles longer. The New Day will become the new tight team champions, I guarantee it. <laughs> I guarantee Don't it. Be they, so they will stupid. No, they, they will. The New Is Day is Sammy gonna, gonna turn on them? No, uh, no, no, because uh, they still they still need to be a collective is unit Jay, for the war. Is Jay back. gonna lose? Um, and that's going to basically put Sami Zayn to team with Jimmy. They, there you go. The reason <laughs> the New Day will win is so they can go into the War Games match as tag champions because they'll be part of the team against the Bloodline. There you go. You heard it here first. What you also heard here first is the fact that, unfortunately, Joe put the brawling brutes. Oh my in. dear lord! No, he didn't get a point for that one. <laughs> but don't you worry, because Dan can smile all he wants. Because in the next match, which was the ladder match for the women's championship, it wasn't the a ladder. Match, women's championship. Okay. It wasn't a was ladder. That... What is a last woman? La- oh, standing. sorry, last woman standing. I don't know why I said ladder match. So they had a ladder match. I can definitely Dan smile said. after you said that. Right? <laughs> well, you can smile now because Dan said Bailey would oh, be the don't winner. Be so she stupid. would take that title. She would. Um, That's right. Dan also said there'd be a cash in, and there was. So I'll make it up there. So <laughs> like days afterwards, but anyway, doesn't matter. In between podcasts. I put it on one podcast. <laughs> where was, was that? There's been a cash in. Give us, since the last one, so. give us your thoughts on the women's match then, on the last one we're standing, because like I said, I haven't watched it, so was it, because I said it wouldn't be, yeah, because I said it wouldn't be, I mean, they're never violent, are they, but I said there'd probably be a table spot and that'd be it. <laughs> there was a table spot, but they didn't go through the table, so oh, they, okay. um, they, all, their head off. <laughs> yeah, they brought all their way up onto the Titantron, and then they found it like a golf cart. Um, hit each other with a golf cart, and then I can't remember who put. I think Baby was put on the roof of the go golf cart, yeah. and then she drove back down to the ring. But there was a table set up by the ring, but she's trying to do a thing where she emergency stops the golf cart, and then she there's like a somersault through the table, but she just bounced off it, and then they had to do the spot to break the table. Um, I'm <laughs> I am the, the table. Night. I am the table in everything that I do. Um, this was a really good match, very very strong match, and you can see Baby was quite moody afterwards. But these guys always have bangers. Um, this was a match. Like, this is a match I'd say to go back and watch. I really enjoyed it. There must have been a kendo stick or two, when if they're not these She guys. broke the kendo stick going up the well, way, yeah. I yeah, am the kendo stick. It was splintering, it was. Oh, dear. Joe, would you concur? Match of the night? Yeah, it was one of the matches of the night. That and the main event. Mm. Oh, fair enough. I mean, is there any other comment that we want to make before we move on to the quality? What what should have been main event, or are we happy to move on? Happy to move on. I think we've covered all points in regards to the show. Oh, the other thing I'd mention about the show is that they did a Charlotte Flair promo or vignette package about three times, a Cody Rhodes package about three times. They padded this way too much in between matches. It's far too long. Yeah. Well, they're both surely returning at the Rumble. They, well, they, they did loads. They did and loads. Cody Rhodes, Clash apparently, the castle. 
Cody apparently is um, pretty much ready to go. They thought he was going to be ready for day one. I think he'll come. He'll come back. He'll be one of the. You know, when the United is the first person who comes out and says Cody's got an announcement. Oh, I'm going to be- declare myself for the Rumble. I think we'll see him sort of in the new year. Charlotte Flesh already won the Royal Rumble, um, but I do think it depends. She's always best as a heel. So you've got to think which face is she going to go up against. Yes, it could be um, someone like a Bianca Belair, but you need to think of another face that she could go up against. You know, it's going to be interesting to see how they do incorporate her back. I think I think it's going to be. I mean, it's going to be jump- Becky and Ronda. Yeah, yeah, and I, th- I think we're slightly jumping the gun. Or I am now before we even spoke about what happened in the main event. But if it's Cody versus Reigns at Mania, which I think is what most people are getting to, unless you're stupid and you think it's going to be The Rock, which it's not going to be. Um, I just I don't want him to return at the Rumble in the match and win it because it's just been so overplayed the last few years. I'd rather he return the week before on Raw or a couple of weeks before and then, like you say, say, I'm back, oh, and I'm going to declare for the Rumble. It'd still be predictable that he's going to win it, but I'd rather that happens than him just turn up on the night. It's good for the surprise it in the show, but then it's just it another week. It will be predictable because everyone thinks he's going to win in an ancient 30 if you smell... It's not happening. Although, <laughs> what if Logan's in the in the rumble? He's I mean, he has to, he has to recover first. Oh no, yeah, he's got. Um, oh God, he's injured, but, isn't you he? Know, yeah. But could you imagine? What if Cody wins the rumble and then they're like, "Oh crap, the Rock is cleared," so they have to have the Rock reign Roman Reigns. So Cody has to cash in for the NXT title. Oh, God. Oh, no, sake. the North American title. But they'll oh, the do North American, yeah. They'll the do an, North an open American challenge. nightmare. And then they'll have, like, an open challenge for the North American title. But somebody and he'll beat cash that in his Royal Rumble opportunity. Yeah. He'll cash in the Rumble <laughs> then, and then he'll lose. And he can be known as the North American nightmare. Cody oh. Rhodes, there we go. The <laughs> Right, so it was Logan Paul. He came up short. Terrible decision. I said all along he should be the world champion. He should have what what should have been. Um, but Roman Reigns lucky punch. He got that one lucky punch about seven times from what I saw. <laughs> um, I thought it was a decent. Again, you know, I don't think we should be surprised now that he can wrestle. He's better than he ten times the the wrestler that Dominic Mysterio is, which should never... He's winning Rookie of the Year, isn't he? Um, Yeah. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I just... If I was Dominic Mysterio, if I was Rey Mysterio, I'd be like, Dom, every night we're getting (laughs) in that ring afterwards and you're having two hours... Giving you a right good seeing too. Well, yeah, because I'm sorry, but, you know, he's come from such a lineage... As Dom- Dominic Mysterio, he does do the frog splash better than his father Eddie Guerrero, though. <laughs> well, yeah, and you just look at Logan Paul, who has no right at all to be as good as he is, and he's smashing it. Like if he wasn't who he was, Logan Paul, and it's going to sound a bit weird when I say this, but if he wasn't who he was, not this early on because he's only had a handful of matches he would and should be a world champion eventually because he is wrestling that good and even i'll say that and i don't like the guy (laughs) he shouldn't be world champion because of who he is because i should a celebrity should never be a world champion um say that to david arquette oh well well case in point but i mean joe good match and it, it, it doesn't make logan paul look weak no, um, as we said, like Logan Paul can actually wrestle. He's somebody of that caliber, and like, his like social media followers 
he probably doesn't have to put in as much effort as he is. But obviously he did the boxing thing with Floyd Moneyway Mayweather. And then he did his thing last year at WrestleMania with the Miz. I think he got the bug for it. He did the thing at WrestleMania as like a one-off and went, okay, I'll I'll go to WWE. He did the thing with the Miz. And then he was like, oh, actually, I really enjoy this. So I think he's called the wrestling bug now. Um, and he said on his impulsive podcast with um, Triple H, he wants to bring like the TikTok generation to WWE, and that's the people the TikTok who are generation. Watching. That makes me feel sick. That does, <laughs> I hear that. <laughs> and I, I, I don't get me wrong. If I'm bored, I do have to look through TikTok. Oh, don't so be so saying stupid. A TikTok <laughs> generation. I don't know. Although, slight spoiler. The main wrestling video that's going around TikTok at the minute is the mass singer in the USA. There's like a pink dinosaur-y, unicorn-y horse thing in like a wedding dress. And it is 100,000 million percent Chris Jericho. Go and watch it. I'll send you a link on YouTube, Dan, because you don't have TikTok. Chris Jericho is the pink wedding animal thing. It's just... yeah, absolutely. It's Jericho. All you'll listen to it and you'll go. Well, well we're, no we're going to go see positive. No we're seeing Chris Jericho on on Saturday in Bristol, so we'll, I'll ask him then. So no, play the TikTok okay. and see if the voice matches. See if it matches. It one hundred percent is. If I don't even know if I play a video through here now, I don't. I don't know if you're going to be able to hear it. I'll try it, but. Tell tell me if you can hear it that this isn't Jericho. I thought you were going to say Dolph Ziggler then for a minute. Right. Hang on, here you go. Can you hear that? Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's Jericho. It's all over Jericho. <laughs> that That's, <laughs> That's your Ring of Honor world champion, that is. Um, I'd be amazed if it isn't, but it is definitely. I mean, literally, you're, ty- you're typing Chris Jericho, Mass Singer, and everyone's just saying, yeah, Chris Jericho's appearance on the Mass Singer. It's not even on Mass. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Somebody went, no, it's Jack Black. It's not Jack Black, it's Chris Jericho. Um, anybody disappointed then with the fact that Logan Paul didn't walk out the champion? That was nah, quick and easy, wasn't nah. it? Yeah. I think it's yeah. the right decision, especially with the you know the, the show that it is. You know, we're building we're on the road to WrestleMania Taron. But there was there was oh, a okay. cash in between podcasts. Right. So I, I'm not being blamed for this. I'm putting it to Jamie and Joe. So Dan cashed in his cash in opportunity, which anyone who hasn't included me has lost now because mm. he's been cashed in. He now it's he two did, points, he, did he did it. say he did say that he would cash in on um, Roman Reigns, he said. Or, well, oh, he said he'd, he'd turn oh. into a triple threat match, is what he said. And then I think he said he'd pin Logan Paul, is what he said. And he would cash in and become the new world champion. That didn't happen. Two days later, he cashed in in a completely different match on a different opponent. So I'll put it to Jamie and Joe. What? Are you allowing Dan to have the two points because there was a cash-in between podcasts, or do you not want to have it because it didn't happen well, on the event so much that he said? I'll put it I'll, to you both. I will say this right now. Obviously, you said who would win, so that's a point deducted because he lost. So whether he cashed in or not, he's, he'd only get a point. 
However, the podcast was the prediction show for Crown Jewel. Not the prediction for well, Raw. Well, th- this <laughs> we is another thing. We put predictions then. in for premium live events only. This is another thing then that you both have to decide, Joe, Jamie, and I'll have no say in it because he did say he picked Reigns to walk out, so he gets a point for that. I but did. then he said, "But if that doesn't happen and he catches in, so does he get a point for Reigns? First of all, does he get a point for Reigns? Yeah, or does that?" Void itself because he said, "Well, actually, there'll be a cash in, and this will happen." I'm, no, I'm it's ultimately his official prediction away. was Reigns to That's win the fine. match, yeah. so he gets a point for Reigns. So, Joe, but Jamie. he doesn't get the point for the cash in because the cash in is for Ooh. the premium live event prediction. Joe, what isn't a raw prediction? What are you saying, Joe? Um, a point for Reigns winning because technically he was correct, but. The cash in when he should get that because it was the next day and it was. Oh, I'm, I'm sorry, Dan. Two days later. I, I fought your corner <laughs> as best I could there, Dan. Well, yeah, I mean, <laughs> I mean let, let's let's put it this way. I mean, let let's just give him the point anyway. We know he's finishing second, and I've oh, well, won anyway because there's no way you can catch me now. Excuse me, finishing second. This <laughs> if if you don't give him the two points, which you you'll only get one point. Oh, one, one for Reigns and one for the cash in, so two, yeah. Yeah, all right, yeah, okay. so he's got one yeah. point for Reigns. So I called, I called the cash in, it's been a cash in. It stands at Jamie. But I mean, you did say he would cash in on Reigns. <laughs> so so I mean. predicted a cash in, and there has been a cash in, so. Right. Jamie is on 65. Dan oh. is on 56. Oh. I'm on 55, and Joe is oh. on 51. And Joe is on 51. So there and that's without go. the extra point. That's without the extra point. So we got, He's got to got... stay like that then, didn't it? Sorry, yeah. it's too close for second. So, with one pay-per-view to go. So and there's not going to your... be nine matches, is there? Yeah. Um, that we're all going to say different results on, Dan. <laughs> Well, we, we might, we might, I say we might, I might, because I'm so good. I might throw loads of points just to throw it up. In the war game I'm 10 match. points behind, I'll figure out a way. Who's going to be the second entrant? Who's going to be the third entrant? Oh, Who's believe you me, round? there'll be more than just one point for each match. Is it? What it's is this, a Jamie Crawford quiz? I'll huh? make sure <laughs> that Jamie doesn't finish top one way or another, don't you worry. Letter grades then, Jamie. Uh, D. No bloody hell, Joe. <laughs> Seemed far too long, D. Oh, Jesus, Dan. Oh. oh, well, I did. You know me. I usually put a poll on our Twitter. I didn't ask for the gradings. I put gift comments. A lot of people had their hands in their head, their <laughs> hands on their head, shaking. Um, I would tend to agree. It, it, it's an OK show, but I would say a C minus. You would never go back go... and watch this show again. No, God, no. I could only go off what I saw. What I saw was solid so it was a c but it sounds like it was a c overall but i don't know where what i saw was a c but yeah we, we look forward to survivor series now then two things we need to talk about from raw specifically the 24 7 championship jamie has finally been retired that tin pot tied it was thrown against the bin not in a bin against the bin nikki yeah. cross successfully beat dana brooke and then Looking deranged, smiling, um, <laughs> deranged, smiling, walking along um, with her eyes in the air, 
goes and throws the title in the bin and just misses. I mean, we get the idea it was supposed to go in the bin, no matter. That signifies the fact that the title has been retired. Is that the correct decision? Any other answer than yes is wrong. No, we thought they retired it a while ago, didn't we? And then all of a sudden... Yes, no, it no, just she's disappeared. Still, she's still appearing with it in promos and backstage vignettes and stuff. I think, yeah, they needed to retire it. It wasn't really doing much. And it means we can actually focus on serious wrestling now, Terry. You know, we had Cedric Alexander wrestle this week. Shelter Benjamin was wrestling this week. You know, we're getting back to where it needs to be. Oh, Joe's having a coffee bit. No, we yeah. are. It, it, it didn't... I was going to say it lost its prestige long ago. It never had any yeah. prestige, but at least it was entertaining when our truth had it. But, um, from the first, you were, from the first twenty four seven champion title, so Neil to the fifty two title wins of our truth to the last oh, win. You're ruining the quiz. No, I'm joking, is he is he the most decorated champion of all time? Fifty two times he's won it. it. Must then be. You've got the heaviest champions, which were the revival. Um, you know, you, you've got the oldest champion, which was. Are you just Patterson. ruining my quiz, Dan? Yeah. <laughs> For God's sake. Um, well, we'll move quickly on then. The cash in. The cash in. So, Austin Theory decides to cash in. So, first of all, there's an open challenge for the US Championship that isn't answered by himself. And then there's a match. Who decides to well, go ahead, though, again? Did it? Well, who, who answered the challenge? Bob Mustafa Ali answered it, and then he gets thrown into a box. Then Bobby Lashley answers it, yeah. and then just beats him up, and then goes to walk up. All he has to do is get in the ring and say, "What are you a coward? Do you not like? Do you not a soldier?" And then he'll he'll defend the title. That's all he had to do. Do it back. And then the and then Austin Theory comes out and decides on a whim to cash in the champ uh, the Money in the Bank briefcase for the United States Championship, a title he's already held. And was unsuccessful. So you know what I'm going to say here, other than absolute bullshit, is the fact (laughs) that he could have just answered the open challenge without having to waste his opportunity, and he didn't. He cashes in for a mid-card title and loses. He's already held that mid-card title before, so it's not like he was like, I really want to win this. And he's just given up the chance to be a world champion. Now, obviously, he hasn't. It's the booking decision of Creative and Triple H. Is this, Dan, the worst thing that Triple H has done since he took control of the company, effectively? 100%. This is the worst decision. I mean, the only way I can think of them being able to recover it in some way is if on Raw, he says, I've heard that Roman Reigns is in the building. I feel like I squandered something, so I am challenging you to a match. Come on, big dog, show me how good you are. And they actually have a 15, 10, 15 minute match on Raw. You know, they advertise it. Oh, or they then say, with time to go, you, you know, puts out a clip on Twitter or something, and Roman goes, Yeah, I'll get off my island and I'll come and face you. I think that's the only way we can get around it. But yeah, it just seems like they want to bury Austin Theory because he was one of Vince's pet projects. And it just, from all of us who had so much backing for Triple H and the work that he was doing, we're now going, No, actually, this is a really bad decision. There might be more to come, but ultimately, this is absolutely dreadful. And it was a t- an awful end in a row. We need to go back and listen to the wording. We know what it is anyway. It's it's for a world title opportunity. That's what it always was. Be interesting to see if we listen back, not necessarily back to Money in the Bank, but even recent Raws or Smackdowns or Clash in the Castle, anything like that. What the commentators have said, like Michael Cole, have they said he, he's going to be cashing in for 
the undisputed title, the world title, or whatever, or just a championship, because that'll be interesting to hear. Because we we know we know that it's supposed to be for the world title. That hasn't stopped us before from disputing. Oh, could he go off and do this and do that? Very much like a royal. We've said before, would a royal rumble winner turn around and go actually? I want to go for that title. Well, no, they shouldn't do because they have the prestige of winning the royal rumble. Um, I mean, it could bloody happen now the way that they've done that with that. But well, I mean. You- there could be someone like Sheamus, for example. If he won the mm. Royal Rumble, would you want to win another world title or have the chance to become a Grand Slam? That could make sense. Yeah, but would it, though? Because you'd still be the world champion. Why would you squander an opportunity to be the world champion? What I will say is, you remember when Otis won it? Um, and oh. backstage, Vignettes was saying he was going to use it for a tag title opportunity with Tucky. And then you were seeing Mandy Rose, and we all thought Mandy Rose was basically trying to get the money mm. in the bank thing off him so she could have a women's title match. So they were teasing it then that it could have been used on different championships. And they always say uh, for a champion of a championship, you cash in on a champion. And it's, it's always gone, you know, we saw the NXT tease, like, oh, I'm going to cash in on you. Yeah, OK, we've seen it before with the Rumble winner challenging uh, for the NXT title. But... Yeah, it is a bit stupid. It is a bit strange. And you remember the Miz cashed in once, but John Morrison was the one who passed the yeah. briefcase to the person, so they null and voided it. They might say, well, it wasn't for an actual world title. Um, you know, so they might have do, it back. Yeah. They'll do King's Court and he gets it back. You know, there's ways of saving it, but I doubt it. I think, I think they might be phasing out and Money in the Bank like they're phasing out. Well, it's pounds. rumoured that it's supposed to be going back to Mania as a match instead of having its own event. But, but putting... Putting aside for a moment the fact that he cashed in for the US title, just from a booking standpoint, it didn't make sense. It was it was terrible. And it doesn't do anything for us in theory. Surely, if if you were going to do this and you were going to have him cash in on a mid-card title, it'd be no question he'd win the mid-card title. Because now, not only are you making him look bad, you make him the idea and the concept of the money in the bank. Well, what's the point of putting yourself through a ladder match with eight, nine, ten other people and your body on the line to then cash it in against a mid-card title and then ultimately lose? It doesn't make him look good. It doesn't make the contracts look good. It doesn't make the stipulation of the match look good or worth it in the end. If you're going to do, I would have much rather him have cashed in against Reigns and lost because at least Mm -hmm. then you're going for the title. Or I would have honestly much rather them gone with that silly idea, but him going right up until the point and then realising he's literally run out of time and he's not had the chance to cash it in because he ran out of time. That at least then would have been... I know this is different in a sense, but that's interesting. This isn't... This is something where minutes before you have the chance to just answer an open chance. You didn't have to cash in the chance to become US champion when the champion was literally saying, here is a free opportunity to face me for the title. He's just cashed in his free opportunity that he could have kept if he'd have just said, I will open answer the chance. He faced him last week as well. Well, This is what I mean. It's stupid. It's ridiculous. This and not only that. It's a tin pot decision by it. It was a tin pot decision and it was a tin pot episode of Raw. The last two episodes of Raw have not been good. Triple H just started off well, but this week and last week, Joe, have been... I mean, there isn't a word for it, but if there was, it would have to be terrible. Yeah. Um, I mean, technically, Bobby Lashley um, accepted the open challenge for Seth Rollins, and then Austin Theory's then cashed in, so then it technically became a triple threat match, I think. But yeah, as you said, 
it, it makes no sense with an open challenge. Why does he go for the world title? He's already had that title. So there's lots of things that just don't make sense with it. As Dan said, they'll probably make a storyline out of it of why he did it. But yeah, it doesn't make much sense. There's two things as well you got to think. One, this year's been a write-off for Money in the Bank. It was always going to be Cody's, weren't it? Like, you think of all the promos back in the day. Do you remember when they were saying, oh, you'll get a main event at WrestleMania and they completely changed the Money in the Bank concept and you were going to get the main Yeah, it was weird, that one, it? Yeah. It was going to be like, obviously, Cody Rhodes was going to win it and it was always set for Cody Rhodes to win it. Then he just had to throw theory into it as well. So, yes, it's stupid the way it ended, but he still had his moment of nearly being in the main event. Fair enough. You could rebrand him now if you really wanted to into a pathetic loser, or you can rebrand him to be a, a massive like tyrant who's basically lost lost everything. Like Happy Corbin, he made everything. Like before he was Happy Corbin, he managed to turn everything around and make one of the iconic characters of Sad Corbin or whatever the hell he was called, Broke Corbin. But Bad then you've got, but uh, yeah. Um. So you never know what can happen there as well. And again. The other thing would be he could be off TV for a few weeks, repackage and come back stronger than ever. He might even go on to win the Royal Rumble. Who bloody knows what can happen? He's like, oh yeah, no, I've lost my money. No, yeah, I lost my money back opportunity, but I've got my Royal Rumble. But um, yeah. And the other thing is as well, what I will say, yes, it's probably the worst decision in God knows how many years in WWE. But think of how many people are talking about it. Well, it gets people talking, but. The wrong can, way, but I know you can say all publicity is publicity, yeah. but yeah, this is oh, I don't know. I mean, it's a talking point, and it like you say, it gets us all talking, True. but who knows, right? Are we gonna quit it? What, no, we've got AEW yet, thank you very much. So, oh. AEW Soraya is officially cleared. Oh, no, yes, no, that's Dr. Britt Baker at full gear. She had a promo. She's saying basically Britt Baker doesn't know anything she's gone to have been wrestling for 17 years, breaking barriers, building revolutions, and obviously been embarrassed publicly to millions, she says. Millions she's been embarrassed. She spoke about her drug addiction. And I'm afraid I've got some bad news for you, Britt. I am 100% clear to wrestle. I mean, that's interesting. Who's clear to Because WWE doctors weren't doing it. Doc Samson. Oh, God. Yeah. Doc Gallows is clear to <laughs> Yeah. yeah. Um, but so no, this yeah, is at full gear then? It will be at full gear, which is obviously um, next Saturday. Or is it Saturday after? I always forget. I can't remember which one's which. Um, I think full gear... It goes Survivor Series and Full Gear, so yeah, yeah. One's on the nineteenth, one's on the twenty-sixth. I think Survivor Series is the nineteenth. Full Gear twenty-sixth. No, Survivor Series is the twenty-sixth, and Full Gear. So is Full Gear is next Saturday, so we'll be discussing that next week on the pod. Don't you worry. Oh. Um, and then yeah, they had that moment. Jeff Jarrett had his uh, promo. I haven't watched Dynamite yet. I've only seen clips uh, of it so far, but yes. And we get a Jamie Hater. She's getting a women's title shot, and she's going to beat. She's going to beat that Tony Storm, the interim champion. Oh, they need to get rid of this interim stuff. I hate it. It's just stupid. It makes no sense whatsoever. <laughs> it doesn't. It makes no sense whatsoever. Right, come on then. Let's do this bloody quiz. I'm excited now. I want to know go. why it's so different. As the self-proclaimed innovator of the quiz. Here is a brand new concept for you. Do you remember what I did last time with those little three things? And well, I've kind of gone similar to that. 
But basically, you don't need a pen and paper for this one. What's going to happen is I am going to give you a total of three clues. You just have to tell me who the wrestler is. If you get it on clue one, you get three points. If you get it on clue two, you get two points. If you get it on clue three, you get one point. However... If you give me a wrong answer, you are eliminated for the round until everyone has given an incorrect answer. So oh. say, for example, if I say uh, I made my debut in 1999. Kurt Angle. You'd say Kurt Angle and I would say, unfortunately, it's not Kurt Angle. You would be out and then Dan could say nice. somebody else. Or he could wait until clue two. I say, oh. you want clue two? And then we go clue two. You're still eliminated, Taryn. Are you you keeping a tally? We get it. I'll keep the tally. I've got a colour code for all of you, so I'll tell you who. Yeah, don't worry, Taryn. You are tangerine. Yeah. (laughs) Right, let's do it then. I'm excited. Let's do it. I'll be out. Okay. So again, this could be something to do. It could be anything. It could be when they debuted, where they were born. Uh, who their debut match was, it could be anything, what they've done in professional wrestling. So Tidy, okay. And at the end, there is a bonus five points oh. if you can tell me what links the ten wrestlers. Oh, oh. oh. oh this is why I said you might oh. need to make notes. Oh, i got a good memory. Let's do this. Clue one. Oh. I was born in Houston, Texas. Remember, you can put a guess in for three points if you want, or you can wait till clue two for two points. I, I think I know who it is, but go on. Are we going no. for clue two? Yeah. yeah. I yeah. made my WWE debut in 1990. Ooh, that throws an 80. I think I know. Oh, I'm going to gamble and go for it. Go guess. on. Razor on, Ramon. Incorrect. Oh. oh, it's between Dan and Joe for one point. Joe, you said think you think you know. Who are you going to go? You, want, you, you can know? guess for it if oh, you, you want. Or, uh, do you want to go for the two points? Yeah, I think it's said the ticker. I will give you clue three, which is I have a 25 and two WrestleMania record. <laughs> Joe gets two points. It is the Undertaker. Is that who you thought it was, Dan? No, no. When you said Houston, Texas, I thought Booker T. And then when you said 1990, I was like, well, no, Booker T debuted in 2001. So couldn't have been that. Right, okay. Okay, so let me put this into his red colour. Well done, Joe. How come Joe gets red? You've got blue. I don't want blue. They saw me standing alone, you know, because you're a Manchester City fan. I'm a United fan, but okay. (laughs) (laughs) The next wrestler. So remember, make a note, The Undertaker. Clue one. I come from a wrestling family. Yes, Taryn, you are back in now. Don't worry. You can guess if you want for three points. I There's so many people it could be. I don't know. Clue number two. I made my WWE debut in 2012. Wrestling family. That's oh, I, I'm not going to fix that. I'm going to take a guess. Go on. Free Wyatt. And clue three. Let me in! No, <laughs> <laughs> It is Bray Wyatt. Well done, So I was thinking, Dan. Cody was like in the mid night in the mid two thousands. I was thinking, oh, who else could it be? It could oh, have so been Bo. Be nah, Bo Bo debuted before <laughs> then. He was in a Rumble before then. That's true. Okay. 
your third wrestler. I have won the Royal Rumble on more than one occasion. There's about 10 people that could be. I'll wait. I'm going to gamble and go for it. Go on. Randy Orton. Incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> so you are out until they two get. That's right. Okay. Oh. Clue number two. I am a 10-time Slammy Award winner. No, it could be anybody. Actually, no, let's take No, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait. I think I know who it is, but I'll, take... I'll wait. It's going to be a race to the finish now. I am billed from West New John Cena. <laughs> yeah. That's who I thought it was on clue two as well. Congratulations, <laughs> you get a point. Taryn, you're back in the game. The listeners aren't going to know who just said that. I'm just, well, they might know my voice, I guess. But... Okay, I am currently on the SmackDown brand. I know it. Yeah, anybody. Do you want to go for yeah, it? No, no. I have won. This is clue number two. I have won the Royal Rumble, Money in the Bank, and the King of the Ring. Seamus. Correct. <sighs> Your final clue was, <laughs> I am the bar. We are the bar. Okay. Your next wrestler, I have won a world title outside of Double Double E. That could be quite a few people. Wrestling world title? I never said that. Number two. I broke my neck at a premium live event. Brock Lesnar. Correct. No. And the final clue was, <laughs> I was the one in 21 and when, one. When you said, like, oh, I won a title outside of WWE, I was like, oh, UFC title Brock Lesnar. I was like, oh, yeah, but you could be on about TNA or... And you said premium live. I thought it could be Kurt Angle, but I thought it's worth a punt, isn't it? Next person. Taron's just got to go for some freeze now just to try and get back <laughs> into this. Yeah. <laughs> I have a bragging rights trophy. Chris Jericho. Oh, Danny's out. <laughs> ah. Joe, you know okay. all, all seven people in the bragging rights team, don't you? <laughs> Clue number two. I have cashed in the money in the bank. And I have also been cashed in on. Come on, Joe, if you don't get this, you know all seven of them. Radio. Incorrect. Taron could get a point if he gets clue. Do you want to guess clue two? No, I don't. I'll to clue one. I won the only 40-man Royal Rumble. Alberto Del Rio. Correct. He gets a point. He's on the board. Okay, the next one. I have been in a comic book movie. Comic book movie. Oh, Joe. I what, pardon? Triple H. Incorrect. Joe is eliminated. Ooh, I was now. about to go for Triple H, so I'm glad you said that. He's a blade Clue number two. I have been the cover star of a WWE video it's game. Easter. Correct. Oh, that was too obvious. That's why I didn't go with it. I was going to go with him on number three. Oh, fuck. And the final clue was, I walk alone. Oh, God. I walk alone. Okay. Joe, you're back in. Okay. Your next wrestler. After leaving WWE, I am currently signed to All Elite Wrestling. Chris Jericho. Incorrect. Ah. 
Dan, you are eliminated for now. Clue number two. I am in the WWE Hall of Fame. Oh. Jake the Snake Roberts. <laughs> Incorrect. No. Joe, for a point, I am the world's strongest man. Oh, Fuck. <laughs> My dear lord. Okay. Your next wrestler, you're all back in. Well done. I have been inducted into the Hall of Fame twice. Sting. Incorrect. Anyone want to guess any more? We'll go clue two. Joe. Ric Flair. Incorrect. Taron should take a guess. You take a guess. They're back in, remember. I'll just take a guess. Booker T. Incorrect. You're all back in for clue number two. Jesus, no! (laughs) You're eliminated again. Clue number two. (laughs) I have been voted the most embarrassing wrestler four times by the Wrestling Observer Newsletter between 1995 and 2000. Um, Hulk Hogan. Joe gets it. It is Hulk Hogan. (laughs) Your final clue was, I am Mr. America. Right. And your final one. Remember, Taryn, you could still get the bonus points. I can't. I'm trying to work it out. Clue number one. I have won the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royale. Big show. Incorrect. Anyone want to take a guess? No. Joe? No. No, clue number two. I have won the WWE tag titles with three different partners. Oh, is it is it Cesaro, Claudio Castelli? Incorrect. Oh, Matt Hardy. Correct, it is oh. Matt Hardy. The final clue was I am billed from Cameron, North Carolina. Yeah, Matt Hardy won. <laughs> I remember that. He had um, Bray Wyatt as his, um, like, helped him eliminate people. Okay, so that is all of them. Does anybody want to take a stab for five points? What links these ten wrestlers? Joe? WrestleMania. Just WrestleMania. <laughs> Dan? Um, they've all won Wrestler of the Year, Sammy. Taryn? Oh, no, I'm looking at it, and I'm like, well, they have all, well, they, they've all held the world title. Hardy? Oh, yeah, yes. yeah, ECW, I guess. Technically, yeah. So that is a link. So if that's not right, then I get five points, because they've all been world champion. No. Well, you the can link... all wrestlers. Oh, yeah, yeah, <laughs> I get five points. The link I'm looking for, it links them all, and do you know what that link is? Give us a clue. You are on the right lines, Taryn. They've all... They've all... um, They've all defended the world title at WrestleMania. No, they haven't, because of Mark Henry hasn't. I don't know. The clue is that none of them have ever won the Intercontinental Championship. Oh. Is that the clue? All right, then my guess is, if that's the clue, (laughs) they haven't won the Intercontinental Championship. Fair play. I okay. don't know who won that. I just know it wasn't me. Um. So if we're counting the reds, that is two points. 
That is three, four, five. So Joe finished on five. Taryn finished on three. And Dan finished on five, seven, nine. Jesus. Nine. <laughs> Does that so make it was close. 16-time champion. Woo! Very well. Woo wings! Woo wings! Dan <laughs> is on 16 <laughs> points. Jamie's on seven. Joe's on six. And I'm on six as well. well I hope well, you all enjoyed that quiz. It was very good. It was, wasn't it? And Tyler's um, hosting next week. Oh, is it? Oh, bloody hell. <laughs> How exciting. Right. Where can everybody find us on the socials, Dan? Yeah, you can find us wherever you get your podcasts. We are Grapplecast Show. Make sure you like, rate, and subscribe. So you never miss an episode. We're also available on your social medias, your Facebook, your Twitter and your Instagram. Make sure you uh, give us a follow so you never miss any of our updates. Lovely. So it's, it's full gear centric next week, then, is it, Jamie? Can't bloody wait. It's going to be the episode of the year. Episode of the year. It won't even be the event of the year. We've just had crown jewel. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah, I think I... the lowest. If we if we went back, in, that's what we should do. List what we graded all the pay per views. So at the end of the year, we can recap we'll it, Aaron. We well, we will. How great minds think alike. Because I hadn't written that down, but I will now. Oh. Would you like to sign <laughs> us off? Well, I guess without further ado, I bid you a good night and goodbye. Bye. Ta-ra, Bye, guys. Bring the bell!